When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, Broncos country. My name is Tim Lynch, and I have with me Chris Hart. Uh, we're both writers for Mile High Report, and we are doing another draft profile today on the Mile High Broncos podcast with Fans First Support Network. Uh, today, we're going to go offense, uh, wide receiver out of Ole Miss, Jonathan Mingo. Uh, he is 6'2", 220. Um, he did 22 reps in the bench press, ran a 4'4", four, four, uh, 40. Uh, seems like he's a pretty Pretty big uh, receiver for for his height. Um, he's kind of a physical type receiver. What can you tell us about him, Chris? Sure. Yeah. Obviously, wide receivers is one of those positions again that you know Broncos fans are taking a deep dive just because we have no idea what's going to happen with Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, and the rest of the Broncos wide receiver room. Who knows if a draft day trade happens? Who knows if anyone gets moved? But uh, I think it's kind of clear from the rumors that Sean Payton's definitely looking to have a, a new tone and turn a new leaf in that wide receiver room. So uh, Jonathan Mingo is a prospect that I think that they should consider. And I think that would be a good fit for what Sean Payton likes to do on offense. Uh, as you had mentioned earlier in the primer regarding him, he's got great size and impressive physique at 6'2", 220 pounds. Uh, very athletic for his size and tested incredibly at the combine was one of the top performers of all wide receivers uh, at that size. Uh, a four, four, six is an incredible time. Uh, and, and the thing that you like about him being a wide receiver is he's got incredibly long arms, uh, impressive wingspan, and he's got over a 10 inch hand. So he's got some big mitts to catch the ball. Um, you know, he was a, a consensus four-star recruit uh, coming out of high school, and he was actually uh, chosen to uh, play in the 2019 uh, Under Armour All-American Bowl. So looking at high school prospects, and if you guys, you know, pay attention to high school recruiting, like that's a, a significant honor to be a part of that game. So you knew he was one of the most talented prospects in the entire country, the entire nation, regardless regardless of position uh, going into college. And he had a ton of offers from virtually every big name program in the United States. And he decided to stay local um, and uh, go to Ole Miss and stay in Mississippi, uh, not too far from Brandon where he played in high school and, uh, you know, came to Ole Miss and, you know, being a high recruit, didn't hit the ground running as people had hoped, you know, he only saw time in seven games as a freshman uh, but he had a 12 catches, I believe, for 172 yards and a touchdown. So that was good for a 14.3 yard per catch average. But uh, he didn't make the impact that they were hoping right away. And, you know, he improved a little bit as a, a sophomore and, you know, doubled that output. But still, you know, it, it really wasn't to the level, you know, that the Rebels fans down there were expecting. But uh, in his junior season back in 2021, uh, he had started the first six games and he was on an absolute tear. He had some incredible games against some of the top uh, teams in the in the nation. 
and was at about 22 catches and 350 yards and three scores before he broke his foot and, and missed the rest of the season. So fans down in Ole Miss were really disappointed that, you know, this highly touted recruit hadn't, you know, produced as well as they'd hoped. But he did save his best for last and definitely rebounded as a senior this past year. Uh, he had a ton of targets thrown his way and came down with 51 receptions for 861 yards. Uh, added five touchdowns to that and uh, had about a 17-yard per catch average, which is just incredible. And, and one of the things that I like most about him is, you know, I he reminds me a little bit, and this is going back a long time, you know, for longtime listeners here are familiar with football, just that size and physicality reminds me of Anquan Bolden coming out of school and, and what he did with Arizona all those years and, and how tough he was. And we know that Sean Payton values toughness at the wide receiver position. And this kid is absolutely fearless going over the middle. You see him working a lot of crossing routes, a lot of over routes, working out of the slot. And that's something that the Broncos are going to need to be successful this next season. So he fits the mold there. Uh, you know, he also has the ability to play outside and he runs really good routes. I'm just a little bit worried whether or not he can separate, you know, as much as he did at college at the next level, uh, just because he is a little bit slower than some of the other highly uh, regarded guys in this class to get off the line of scrimmage. But uh, man, he's just a good prospect. You know, it's one of those things that, he did miss some time with injury and he never lived up to the billing as a Under Armour All-American didn't produce like a top wideout would, but betting on those physical traits and, and, and the potentiality and possibility, especially with the, a coach like Sean Payton at the helm, um, you know, you could be getting a really good player that has true number one potential, but you might not have to spend a top pick on them, which they don't have, but you know, in the third round or so, I mean, that that's, uh, they could do a lot worse. Yeah, it's funny you said Anquan Bolden because when I first read off um, his height and weight, I was like, "That's that's like an Anquan Bolden uh, build." Uh, he was, he, you know, you think a wide receiver, you think six four, you know, something like that. But I know Anquan Bolden was six two or six one. Um, yeah, six one two twenty, like same thing. Yeah, 220. So he was kind of like a, a, a thicker guy, but physical. Like he he would fight for the ball. He he never really – a guy like Anquan Bolden, he didn't beat you with speed. He didn't get the separation. He physicaled you out of position and then was open kind of thing, you know. So yeah. that's the kind of he thing that – He beat you to the ball. That's yeah. why he played in the NFL for 13-plus years. I mean, he – I mean, you know – it's, it's hard to get in the Hall of Fame, but, I mean, Anquan Bolin caught over 1,000 passes and had, like, 14,000 yards and, you know, 80-plus touchdowns. Like, he played in the league a long time. And a lot of the same questions people had with him coming out of school uh, is, is sort of similar to Jonathan Mingo in that regard. And I know that's super lofty praise or a lofty comparison when you're talking about, you know, a receiver who's probably going to go – you know, late second, early third round or whatnot. But it's just like, man, that, that when I watched him play, it's like, dude, like I'm seeing this, like this, this is what I'm feeling. So, I mean, if he could be half the player Anquan Bolden was for a third round pick, uh, George Payton, Sean Payton would have knocked it out of the park. I mean, I mean. Yeah. And they, I think the only concern and drawback here is it is a weak wide receiver class, um, which might lead to him being drafted a little higher than where the Broncos select. 
Right. Um, so, but yeah, I, I think what I've seen from, from this, this guy, you know, a lot of it's, like you said, it's all projection. It's all, you know, estimating or predicting, but he just he seems like he could be a, a really good player in the NFL um, because the NFL is, is, even with all the rules in place, it's still a more physical game uh, than, than college. So, you know, I think he, I think he could excel uh, if he stays healthy uh, at this level. And, you know, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be sad if the Broncos drafted him, especially if they traded away Cortland Sutton and or Jerry Judy to, to get more picks. Um, you know, they're going to be, they're going to be needing to draft a wide receiver at that point. Yeah. And, and I think that even if the Broncos aren't able to come to a, a draft day trade, or if they don't get rid of Jerry Judy, or they don't get rid of Cortland, Cortland Sutton, I still believe that Sean Payton with all of his experience and, you know, the number of players he's had at the wide receiver position over the years. Uh, I believe that the Broncos, no matter what, are going to draft someone to get in that room to start learning his system uh, immediately. You know, I mean, let's say they don't end up trading the guys that we mentioned, but who's to say that any of them are guaranteed to be on the roster beyond 2023? Like Hamler, we'll see. Uh, Sutton, you know, I mean, they're already interested in trading some of these guys. I mean, you know, my prognostication that I've wrote in several articles, and I'm not trying to be doom and gloom, like it's one of those things where I think that the whole entire room could just be cleared up after this year. Maybe Sands, Tim Patrick, who allegedly, according to various insiders in the Denver area, say that they do love him, which makes sense. I mean, he's a self-made player, undrafted guy who's worked hard to become the player that he is. But, uh, I mean, Jonathan Mingo, in my opinion, getting a guy like him uh, would make a whole lot of sense. And, you know, in, in a tangent to this, they have been bringing in wide receivers for top 30 interviews. And one of them is uh, SMU's Rasheed Rice, who's similar to Mingo in a lot of ways. So I'd be surprised if Mingo's not on their radar if they brought in a guy like Rice. They're 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 comparatively very similar players with uh, very similar uh, athletic profiles, physical profiles, and overall skill set. So yeah, makes sense. Was, I, I and I just quickly looked up like the Saints drafting history because I was just curious because I felt like. Um, Peyton drafted a lot of wide receivers <laughs> and he did, you know, there's Marcus Colston, seventh round pick. Michael Thomas was a second round pick. Um, you know, they've got Traquan Smith in the second. Brandon Cooks was a first round pick that Kenny Stills in here. Um, yeah. And all, all over the map. Like he, it doesn't seem like there's no, like, you know, how sometimes there's a tendency. The tendency is Sean Payton drafts wide receivers. Right. He doesn't he has no tendency of, you know, first round, second round, third round. Doesn't matter if if he likes a guy in a, in a round, he's he's gonna pick him up. Yeah. Um. So, and you know, like you said, especially if they they move on from some players and and pick up more picks, that they'll definitely be drafting. So it's important that we we cover these guys because you know there's there's a good chance there's some draft day trades and and the Broncos end up drafting a wide receiver out of it. So yeah. And, and with that being said, you know, given the draft history that you alluded to with Sean Payton and uh, Mickey Loomis down there in New Orleans having a penchant for drafting wide receivers. You know, obviously, I think Jonathan Mingo would be a good fit. And I'd mentioned Rakeem Jarrett on the podcast last week. Mm -hmm. But if they take a wide receiver, you know, even though we might be skeptical or be like, oh, I didn't feel too great about that guy or whatnot, I'm going to trust 
Sean Payton's evaluation on these guys because he literally has a track record of being one of the most diverse and, you know, incredible play callers in the National Football League over the course of the last decade, finding guys all over the draft that came in out of nowhere to have an immediate impact. So, yeah, I mean, it's just one of those positions, just kind of like running back, like we've talked about with the other prospects, like it just would be smart for them to invest draft capital in those positions because he's a play caller who you know is going to maximize the potential of most of these guys. You know, I mean, I'm a believer in Sean Payton's ability to uh, assess skill positions like that quite adequately, and that's why I'm kind of hoping that, you know, Jonathan Mingo is someone to consider. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing with uh, when Vic Fangio was here. We kind of trusted his judgment on defensive players because, you know, he had a record of developing guys and having great defenses. Um, you know, same thing with, with Sean Payton. So, um, cool. Yeah, I'd, I'd be down. I, I think we're going to, as fans, we're going to be experiencing quite an exciting first couple of days, you know, first first and second rounds because – I really do think a trade's going to happen. I really do. Something's going to go down. It's either going to be a first or a second rounder, uh, but they're they're going to pick up some picks um, and and they are going to shake up that roster. But we'll just have to wait and see. We you know we we can't we can't assume. So you know we're going to continue covering guys. We think the Broncos will target with the picks they have now. Uh, but I, I do think they're going to they're going to pick up some more picks early. So but we'll, sure. have, to, we'll have to wait and see. Only two more weeks to wait. I know. Can't wait. I took time off. I'm, I'm excited. I'm there uh, with you. Cool. So we'll, we'll wrap this one up. Uh, we're going to move on to, I think on Thursday, we're going to hit a draft profile that I actually wrote, which was fun. You know, I'm not a draft expert, but it's fun to get in there and learn about guys and, and kind of come up and develop one's own opinion on, you know, the player uh, based on that process but uh yeah we'll be hitting a tight end uh tomorrow so stay tuned uh other than that have a good day and go broncos